Not overly energetic, not too mm-hmm. lame, but extreme confidence. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Basically what we both lack in our marriages, we pretend to have here. <laughs> yes. It's uh it's a very confidence weak environment in my house. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, yeah, I feel about this big after the end of every day. You're listening to the Homeboys Podcast. Recorded in our Indiana office and with combined 40 years of experience. Here's your hosts, Clint and Scott. Hey everybody, you are with the Homeboys. Thanks for joining us today. We have a very exciting topic. We are talking about real estate as always, but why everyone should own real estate. Why you should invest in real estate, how easy it can be. Um, what the advantages are, and why we think everybody should own real estate. As always, I'm here with my very talented business partner, Mr. Scott Adams. How are you today? Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. And uh, the more talented of us both is you. And uh, this topic came up because of a quote that uh, we we were we looked up and saw, which was 90% of millionaires were made millionaires through real estate over the last two centuries. I couldn't figure out where the quote came from. I read it in Business Insider. We were trying to dig that dig that out and see where they get that data from. But, I mean, it, it seems to hold true with everything we see in all the other stats. I think a lot of people don't realize that yeah. with real estate. I think a lot of people think, well, it's just that person was the next uh, tech billionaire or, right. or something of that nature, especially yeah. in today's day and age, or, heck, a, a YouTuber for, for, for right. that matter. But real estate is still the most sound way to wealth in our country. Yeah, I found it interesting because it wasn't 90% of millionaires own real estate. It's they became millionaires because of real estate. So it's this isn't something that millionaires own. This was the avenue that made them millionaires. They started out not as millionaires as normal people, you or me, and they became millionaires because of real estate. And that's just fascinating to me, 90%. And they just didn't jump in and own 100 rental units or a huge apartment complex or giant commercial real estate. People start somewhere. Like you always say, just do it. Just do it. You got to start somewhere. And that's what this show is about today. That's right. And uh, anyhow, so let's jump right into it. Okay. Um, What are some of the advantages? What is... Step one, you know, sure. as far as uh, owning re- rental real estate. Well, first of all, it's much more accessible than I think the, the general public understands. So everyone knows that if you want to go out and buy stock, it's real easy. You either get an E-Trade account and try to tinker with it and figure it out yourself, or you just go get a brokerage. And most people have worked through a brokerage. Well, that ex- same thing, exact same thing exists in the investment real estate world. We are a real estate brokerage that specializes in helping people with investment properties. And from a personal level, you know everything about me. You know, when Mm -hmm. it comes to the stock market, I'm absolutely scared to death of the stock market. I know what real estate has done for you. I know what real estate has done for me. It wasn't something that just happened overnight, but there's so many outside factors to the stock market that just drive me absolutely nuts. I'm not saying I don't invest in the stock market because I do. Right. But I'm a I'm a chicken little, as you know, when it comes to the stock market. I feel like there's so much more control within real estate and owning real estate, um, where you have no idea what outside factors in the stock market are going to come into play that drive the market, you know, crazy down. It's not just based off of 
uh, Amazon sales, which you know are always going right. to be there. There's outside factors that can drive drive that price down, which you know people talk about the the Wall Street casino. It's so true, and there's a lot of uncertainty going on in today's market. So, sure, I mean, if you think about it this way, stock means that you own a tiny percentage of a company that you have no control over that is valued based on public opinion of the elite and supply and demand, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, so it's, it's not a real world asset like a property is, you know, and, and stocks in general are just a piece of paper saying you own part of something. There's no intrinsic value in it. And like you said, the stock market's a racket. You know, it is. And uh, you and I both have our 401ks with, with, you know, all of our retirement money in them. We also own a lot of real estate, obviously, but we're in the market. So when, when I'm, when I'm crapping on the market, you know, I'm in it too. And so are you heavily, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I know what it is, which is, it's a piece of paper that says I own part of a company that someone else controls. And no matter how good of a company, company it is, it can still go to zero. And I always remember that. I think of Bear, Bear Stearns. I think of Enron. And people think of those as scandal-ridden companies. But before those scandals, those were two of the strongest companies in the nation that every retirement plan had those stocks in them, right? Absolutely. And you think even, you know, uh, during the uh, the mortgage meltdown, what it did to the U.S. auto industry where, you know, General Motors was, you know, the, the biggest company in, in, in our in our country for right. decades and it was essentially, you know, under a dollar. Right. Um, and I don't know if it was, it was right there. I know that a lot of them were yeah. under a dollar and they would have went to zero had, had our government not bailed them out. Right. But I think it speaks to the, to the control. And I've had a pulse on the, on the stock market basically my entire adult life. And it's amazing how stupid I am. Um, you know, it just happened during this pandemic when the stock market plummeted, and, you know, went to 16-ish, and they got back to 23, and I called my guy, and I'm like, I, I, I can't handle it. I think it's going to go down again. And I pulled a lot of mine out, and now it's at 32. Um, I'm a dumbass when it comes to it. I, you're it's, it's, you're it's, emotional. Uh, you know, I am emotional. Yeah. You're emotional with it, and, and that's part of the issues with stocks. It's uh, In general, for the whole country, it's based on emotion. It is based more on, um, values of stocks are based more on emotion than they are the value of the company. And that's always how it's been and it's always how it will be. And I'm not saying that, you know, people listening shouldn't have a stock portfolio and even their retirement in it, but it is not as secure as real estate. It simply isn't. It's higher risk than real estate. So our first point is accessibility. You know, a lot of people are out there that have, they own zero real estate don't know how to get into it, speak to how is it uh, accessible? How do people jump in, you know, to real estate? Sure. So again, it's as simple as picking up the phone and calling a real estate brokerage that specializes in investment real estate. It's that simple. Just like if you wanted to own stocks, it's as simple as picking up the phone and calling a Merrill Lynch, a Morgan Stanley, or any other brokerage service. You don't have to have a pocket full of cash. You just have to have enough to have a conversation and, help get a roadmap set up. So my brother um, is a college professor, as you know, and, and um, you know, has a daughter and 
And, uh, you know, one of the things with becoming... He got all the brains in the family. He, he got all the looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he got both. <laughs> Bastard. But uh, he, he, like anyone who's going to be a college professor, graduated with a lot of student debt, mm-hmm. obviously. So, you know, the first few years in his career, although it's good money, um, you still have a lot of debt, so you're not really saving much. And I was on him constantly. I even called a brokerage and set him up with an appointment because... He needed to have a roadmap. He, he didn't want to walk in there and say, well, I don't have any money, but I want to, you know, work on my future. The, the, those people loved it when he came in because they can help guide him to get to the starting line. Right. So my point with that story is that you, you, it's never too early to call. You know, if it's a really good brokerage service, a company like ours, we want to help you get to the start line. You don't need to come to us when you're at the start line. You don't need to pick, wait until you're there. Come to us. We'll tell you what you'll need to get to to get at that starting line. And, and we see people of all ages, you know, getting in. It, one, it's never too late. There is a huge advantage. You know, you and I both got into real estate in our early 20s. Right. Um, you know, a lot of bumps along the way. We didn't have a mentor like we provide to our a lot of that we facilitate for a lot of our clients. Right. Um, you know, we kind of went to the school of hard knocks. But – I think it's really important that starting small, you know, leads to bigger things and just getting started. We're talking about accessibility. There are people that can help facilitate that. A lot of people can even do their own research now. And we've talked about it in past shows, you know, be very cautious what you get into, Um, you know, do your homework, you know, good properties, good neighborhoods, but the properties are out there. The, the, options are out there to get into real estate. The services like ours are out there. It's as simple as picking up the phone and, and talking with a company like ours to get you started, to know where you need to be. And that start line is not big. That's another point. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. What, what if I'm, if I'm listening, what do I have to have to, to get into it? You know, people are, some people say, well, I don't really have a, a ton of capital. You know, what is needed? To, to get into real estate. I think there's a lot of people that would be surprised how they could still get into real estate and not realize it. Well, the ch- cheesy answer is you need zero to, to have the conversation. You know, in fact, that's when we would love to see someone because we can help guide them on how much they'll need exactly. And we can figure out their goals in advance. And then when they hit X amount, we can hit the ground running. But you know, the, the real meat of the matter is you're going to need a down payment. So you know, with a stock, if you want to make money on a, on stocks and you have $1,000, if you have a banner year, a banner year of 10%, you've got $1,100 the next year. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's a slow roll even with stocks. That's what people don't understand a lot of the time is, you know, even if you invest 10000 and you have a banner year, that's still only 11000 You know, to really start making money on stock, you've got to get up in those larger amounts. With real estate, all you need is the down payment. You can hit the ground running faster with a small amount of money in real estate than you can with stocks. And that might sound counterintuitive because the house is so expensive, but it's the power of a mortgage. You know, we'd we'd never recommend over-leveraging, but there's mortgages of cheap, cheap money out there, meaning 4%, you know, mortgage rates, and you're going to be beating that with your real estate investment. So you're going to be making money on that money, you know, plus of course your tenant will end up paying that mortgage down for you. Absolutely. So the, the entry is pretty small, right? It is. 
there's other options out there. I, I don't want to preach this, but we see people all the time have that have a self-directed IRA that they fund the real estate, you know, through that. That's right. More people do it with a cash down payment. Um, you know, we have a lot of people come to us where we do all the work for them. It makes it a little bit easier. It actually minimizes your out-of-pocket costs. It does. Whenever, whenever we're providing that home. But it's, it's really realizing that it's not too early to, to start. Like you said, even if you have zero, starting the conversation, you know, is, is smart. We touched on it a little bit earlier. I think one of the great things about owning real estate for me is that you have something physical in front of you that you have ownership in. You know, one of the biggest things I struggle with other investments, whether it be stock or commodities or gold or whatever, in almost all cases today, it's not something physical that you hold. It's just a piece of paper. Um, it's an online transaction, like you have no control over. But with a house, you're talking about a real world asset. And I think that that's something that's important, you know, to touch on. For me, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a control freak and I like having that I own 123 Main Street. Sure. That, that I know know what it is. Yeah. And there's an intrinsic value in 123 Main Street. You know, it, you know, you can ask any economist and they're going to tell you a, a, a real world asset like a house will never reach zero, whereas a stock can. And it's not just about it, it having some value. It's real estate historically has held its value and appreciated historically above inflation. So, you know, it's not just about having an intrinsic value in a real world thing. It's also having a real world thing that actually appreciates, mm -hmm. you know, unlike your car, you know, the next you, you pay $40,000 for a car, you drive it off the lot and it's worth $20,000. Correct. You know, with a house, you know, it goes up in value, you know, historically appreciation um, for our markets, for let's just say boring markets like, like Indianapolis and, and the spots where most investors want to Which be. I think boring is good in real estate. I, I, could, I, could, I could talk about that for, for an hour. It's I think safer. Boring is good. It's Correct. much safer and it, you can still hit your numbers. But in a market like ours, you're at 3 to 4% appreciation historically and, and much higher over the last decade. But, you know, 3 to 4% appreciation beats inflation. You're gaining money on your money every year just in that. And that's the cherry on top at the end of it. You got monthly rents coming in every month. You got appreciation increasing the value of the asset. And you have a tenant paying off your mortgage. I mean, it's, it's a triple, triple, you know, cash just coming in from all directions. Correct. You know, with a stock, you hope that it goes up in value. Hope. And then if you're really lucky, you'll get a, a, a three cent dividend per share. Right, you know, really lucky, you know. This you've got money coming everywhere. You've it's a safer asset because it's actually a real world asset with intrinsic value. And if you pick it in a in a boring cash flowing market, which is where you want to invest, I think that we need to we need to to discuss that quickly. What okay. what what is boring? Because I think a lot of people think, oh well, Indianapolis. I mean, that's a very large city. You know, right. a lot of eyes on Indianapolis for many different reasons. That's not boring. I think we need to kind of touch on that. So like, say like in a real world comparison, which I know, you know, California is basically its own country within, right. within, within our country, but we have so many clients from the Bay area. We have a huge concentration that would not be the boring market that we're talking about. You know, talk about 
just the wild ride that uh, that you could get, you know, like say, just say the Bay Area. Yeah, we laugh, but, you know, you have appreciation rates at over 100%. And then during crashes, you have losses of over 100%, mm-hmm. you know, over 100% value changes. And, and that's, and it's just not the way you want to be with real estate. I mean, you know, you can, you can bet on these kinds of markets and put money on them and, and kind of be speculative. But, you know, the truth is the smart investors who we see that are successful year after year, they go after the knowns and a steady return of money. And we call, I'm, I call that boring, but most people, most smart investors call it a great spot to be. Right. Boring, hitting singles, you know, low risk, you know, whatever um, you want to call it. You know, if you look at a chart of places like Indiana versus California or Florida during those times, you see that Indiana stays like this and those are going like this all over the place. And yeah. And like you said, you're, you're emotional. So when Very. things drop, you sell because you're scared. And then when things go up, you and think I'm this a, is a great market. So I'm, I'm a buy. little crybaby too. Right. <laughs> I tell everybody in the office that I'm mad. I'm angry. I, you know, that's, no, but it, you know, the emotion plays into it. Then you end up buying high and selling low and losing money. So, you know, it's just, you want to, you want to look for a boring by boring. I mean, just a static flat market with enough appreciation to beat inflation and make some good money along the way. Well, and there's, there's great money in it. You know, if you truly have a long-term strategy, which is what we preach, you know, we're not preaching buy property and then sell it in two years. We're, we're, we're talking a long-term right. strategy and looking, let's just talk about our careers just briefly. You know, we were buying homes that were two years old, you know, 20 years ago um, for 60 Right. 70, you know, and those homes are worth triple, you know, today. And really, it feels like we got started. To me, it feels like we got started just a few years ago. I can't believe that, you know, we're, we're over 20 years each mm-hmm. removed from college. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't feel old. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no. I don't feel old. I'm, no, but I'm, my kids I'm, tell me we I'm are I'm still old. really cool and, you know, uh, you know, it's... Uh, we think we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but, you know, just seeing, you know, how quickly that time went by and what having a long-term strategy has done for you and I, you know, over 20 years, it happens. And it's amazing to see what that grows to. You know, like you said, your tenants are paying down your debt service. You know, paying it down. Let them. You know, and, yeah. and, and having some cash flow, you know, along the way, the steady appreciation that we see, you know, in this market, it is boring because I think people, you know, go to go to sleep, dream of being a millionaire and think that that's going to happen next week. Right. But if you do what you say, just dive in, man, just do it. And you keep that approach and you keep growing it over time. It's amazing what that what that does. And the people that do that method. are these millionaires that you're talking about. It's a proven method. Mm-hmm. This is the proven method that works. Now, you can go out and get speculative and get lucky and hit the markets at the right time and become a millionaire, right? Great. Good for them. I'm, I'm happy for anyone that does it. Or you can pretty much do the roadmap that's been laid out by many, many people over centuries before you on how to do it step by step, very easy, with very limited money, with experts doing it for you, and over time becoming a millionaire, almost guaranteed if you follow the steps. Almost guaranteed. And we see it. We see it with with customers all the time that have had properties with us for five, 
10 years, call it. And, you know, if they're in the office or we do a, a consultation over the phone with them and see what their net worth, what their bottom line is over, you know, a, a quick five years. And I call it a quick five years because time goes by fast. It does. You know, and just being steady and laying that out for our customers to see what it has grown to, you know, it blows everyone's mind. That's right. You know, um, and again, we're talking good properties in good neighborhoods right. um, that, that have that nice steady appreciation. And heck, in this market, you know, we're not talking 4% appreciation. And I, we, yeah. you and I never sell on appreciation, but the stuff that, that we're seeing, uh, you know, in, in our market today is, you know, it, it's hard to explain. The appreciation is the cherry on top. Correct. You know, the investment itself has great returns. It's a great way to build wealth. It's a great way to, again, I keep going back to this stat, 90% of millionaires became millionaires because of what we're talking about. 90% of them. That means nine out of mm-hmm. 10 millionaires in a room did it through this. The, the one guy made it through right. Bitcoin and stocks and got kind of lucky. So which would you rather choose? I mean, the proven model or the other? And and I think what, what gets me fired up about this so much is that people don't realize how accessible it is. It almost drives, I want to stand out on the roof and, and scream, come on, anyone can do it. You know, I have a family who, you know, I've sat down with before and tried to um, help them kind of create financial independence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they don't want to even think about it or see it. And then when they see, you know, the numbers, it's, it's amazing how, what it's like to be able to help someone you know, and change their life through this stuff. I think you do a very good job. You know, we've, we've spoke at real estate conferences across the country and you said that about, you know, appreciation and we don't sell on that. And you say that all the time and I love it, you know, because I think it's easy for people to get that mindset of the infomercial and, you know, the guy pulling up in a Bentley and, you know, I want to be that guy. And, you know, that, that is for people, you know, to, to drive sales and put, put some false perception into people's minds. And you're the complete opposite of that. When we speak at these conferences, you say, we're not, you know, people ask about appreciation all the time. And you say, we don't sell off appreciation. The pro formas that we give are not appreciation. Um, we don't even show it to you them. drive that, you drive that home, which you're, you're great in that setting and you're very charming. And, yeah, but you I, know, it's, we, uh, we want to be real with these folks. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's the, the, the investment speaks for itself. And, you know, again, when we're at these conferences, I'm not out there trying to sell them my, my, I'm not trying to make money off of them even. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a lot of clients from those, those talks, but at the same time, you know, I'm passionate about this. I believe everyone should be doing it, whether they're doing it in Memphis or Louis, or, you know, Louisville or wherever they do it. I believe they should be doing this because it's a real world asset. It appreciates. Mm-hmm. You get rent along the way. A tenant pays down your mortgage. It's easy to get into. It's you can start making big returns faster than you can in real estate because of the power of a mortgage. And then you can repeat it over and over. It's just a simple. It's so much easier than people think if they just line up with a group like us or a brokerage in any of those markets to just hit the ground running. And like I always say, just do it. It's that simple. Right. And we sell it as a as a non sexy product. But the more you get into it, the more attractive, the more attractive it is, and it's you know fun. we're not we're not gimmicky on on trying to, to to bring people in, and you know maybe maybe a promo for us could could have me pulling up in my 
1995 Chevy Tahoe that I drive. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, or, or one of our work trucks, one yeah, of our one old of our beater trucks. trucks, you know, <laughs> but you know, it's, we're just not, we're just not those flashy, those yeah. flashy guys. And it drives me bananas to watch some of this craziness, you know, we, you know, on social media, you know, everyone's a real estate expert and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show you this massive house that I live in and this crazy car. That's not what we're selling. In fact, I, it pisses me off yeah. anytime I see it. You know, this is this is sound real estate investing over the long term, and the wealth creation that it creates having a strategy is truly amazing. It it creates literally generational wealth, mm-hmm. you know, which which is a step above wealth. There's there's having money, there's being rich, there's wealth, and then there's generational wealth. If you want to get from zero to one hundred of generational wealth, where your kids are taken care of their kids are taken care of. You do it through this method. It's as right. simple as that. You know, it's as simple as that. And it and this is a very accessible method. You don't need a lot of money down. You know, you there's companies like ours that are real estate brokers, especially in investments. It's just that easy. So, you know, the the people that don't think they can do it just don't realize how easy it is. Mm-hmm. And if you and if they're not ready now, they should still reach out to a, a brokerage and start coming up with a plan right. to do it. Because if you want to be the nine out of 10 people in the room that are millionaires, instead of the one guy who's, who, you know, you know got lucky on Bitcoin. But if you want to be one of those millionaires, this is your number one chance to right. do it. It's the easiest way to do it. So there's one, one resource that I like that I didn't read. I actually didn't read like it, it until like five years ago, I I made it all the way through college without ever reading a book. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we've talked about <laughs> yeah. this. It's just what, you're what, a voracious it? reader now. Was it so my thing? I went from literally reading zero books for the first thirty five years of my life to reading a book a week now. Yeah. It's um, it's it's crazy. Which part of that is I I listen to Amazon Audible a lot too. But but one of the books that you know I read just a few years back that I would recommend to people. I like Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, you know, book. You know, he's he sells it kind of like we're talking about getting started, sound real estate investing, right? Um, not you know being extravagant and, and and that. And I would recommend people read that book. Um, that I think that or we use a lot of the same principles for sure. You know? That that and the Millionaire Next Door kind of changed my life. I read the Millionaire Next Door in college, and I'll never forget. Um, you know, the stories, there was a jan- a guy who worked a janitorial job in the evenings and he saved every penny of that. And within 15 years, he was a millionaire. He's a janitor millionaire, yeah. you know, and then there was a couple of uh, examples of people who just bought one rental property and they became millionaires, you know? So th- this is a proven method that a lot of these famous authors, have, they all believe in. Right. Um, again, it goes back to the fact that they believe in it because nine out of 10 millionaires are made this way. And yeah. And it talks about, Income statement millionaires versus balance sheet millionaires. Right. An income statement millionaire is, say, you have a doctor that has this incredible income, but you know they drive the the Porsche and they have mm-hmm. the, the you know the big house and, and the have, summer house know, and, and all this, all, right. you know, spend all this money, and then you have a janitor, right? Yeah, uh, you know, or a blue collar worker that saves and puts back right. and balance sheet. You'd be amazed. I mean, that person that makes a fifth of the income can actually be worth a lot more very quickly. Um, we see it with clients. You know, we have some high wealth clients who, I shouldn't say high wealth, high earners that didn't build their balance sheet. Right. You know, if the music stops and their job stops bringing money in for them, 
they're in trouble, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's another great client. We've had a lot of clients like that who we've, we've helped change their lives because they're high earners. Everyone thinks they're wealthy and they had no wealth. They had that phase one of riches, right? but they had enough income to jump very quickly to the generational wealth thing, but they weren't giving it attention. This is not just something for beginners. You know, I, I, I think we need to touch on that too, which is, you know, sure it's accessible for everyone, but there's a lot of high earners out there that aren't paying attention to their financial health in this way. They put money in the stock market they may save, they have 401ks, but at the end of the day, that's not going to generate enough because they have such high expense mm-hmm. loads. You know, they, they need to start building some assets that are cash flowing positive. Right. All their assets cash flow negative. They've got car payments, house payments, nothing covering them. This is, the, this helps reverse that trend. It does. You know, so. And, you know, again, I want to touch on, this is for, this is for anybody and everybody. You know, there's, you don't have to be a high income person to do this. Nope. You know, I was, I was down in Southern Indiana at one of our projects. You know, we've got the, uh, the apartment building in a small town, sure. my hometown that I grew up in. I found it interesting, you know, uh, someone that worked at the, at the school whenever I was in high school, he was a maintenance guy. Yeah. And he, uh, they reached out to me by text, you know, that, that one apartment building, I, I takes up half of my time yeah. because everyone yeah. in that town, I know everybody, but they reached out and he, well, we, he was, we built a, a 30,000 square foot building in a small town of 5,000 correct where he, where he grew up and the town hadn't seen much growth, just like right. most of middle America. And we have a, a little business model that's, you know, within the business, but it's kind of a separate thing where we believe in reinvesting oh, in absolutely. small town America and helping these towns come back to life. So but there's anyhow, the backstory. This, this, this maintenance guy and his wife, they, they, they hit me up and said, Hey, we're, we're building a home. Do you have any apartments in your new building? We need a place for about a year while we're building a home. So we got them in contact with our leasing staff and I ran um, their financials and absolutely incredible to see what this couple has done. Um, Very, very sound, you know, saving techniques. And I say this because, Anybody, anybody can do this. And, you know, he had one of the highest credit scores I've ever seen yeah. you know, that, you know, to come through. So, you know, we recommend no matter who you are, right. what walk of life you are. Right. Rental real estate is something that you should get into. You can get into. You can get into. Yeah. Um, you know, we help facilitate that. There are groups like, like us across the country that help facilitate that. But it's just about making that decision, get off your rear end and doing it. That's right. Don't be scared of what, what your finances look like. Don't be embarrassed. Don't, you know, don't think you're hot stuff either. Just correct. go sit down with someone and map it out. It's that easy. You can get there. Check your pride at the door. That's right. And get and just into do it. it. Absolutely. Yep. You know, it's, uh, it's something that we, we believe in very strongly. Our clients, we have many people that, uh, think very highly of what we've been able to offer them. And we're not the only people that can do this. I mean, there's, there's, there's many uh, people right. that facilitate, you know, stuff like this across the country, but it's a matter of just making that decision and, uh, and doing it. So do you have anything else to add, my friend? No, I mean, I've said it 500 times on the, on this podcast, which is, you know, this is accessible. Anyone can do it. So just go do it. Just go do it. It's as simple as that. That's our show. We want you to invest in real estate. We're happy to help you. 
Make sure you click subscribe at the bottom of, uh, of, of uh, this page that you're, you're watching. We provide a lot of real estate knowledge for our clients. Until next time, we're the homeboys. Happy investing. Happy investing.